Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio, supported by Real World at reelworld.com and Replay Radio, keep up with what the hottest stations are doing. Replay Radio will schedule and record any streaming radio station or show automatically. And the integrated media guide makes it easy to add a station or show with a single click. Try Replay Radio free by clicking their ad at brandwidthondemand.com. Brandwidth On Demand. Rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. I was just listening to the radio. What, don't you ever sit there and wait for the song, Ted? <laughs> oh, no, not with that look on my face, I don't. Sitting across from radio host Jason Biggs and his wife, best-selling author Jenny, I had no idea I'd quickly hear this from the Orange is the New Black star. Can I tell you something? Sure. You are so handsome. You're attracted to me. Yeah. I knew it the way you're looking Jason, in my no. eyes right now. This is a joke, right? What are you, from a radio station? Okay, you got me. I fell for it. The first thing I listen to in the morning is the radio. Now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second-generation broadcaster and media strategist David Martin and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach Kipper McGee. Welcome to Brandwith On Demand, the 15-minute podcast about making great radio. Committed to the goal of improving media one brand at a time. How? By using all types of bandwidth, not just AM and FM radio. That's why we call it brandwidth. Hey, Kipper, we're in luck today. Two terrific talents, John Jay and Rich. They're considered one of the hottest morning shows in the country. And here's a little background. John Jay started out part-time at San Diego State, and he drove a station van, hung banners, even did sales. He wanted to be on the radio even as a kid. It's the only thing he ever wanted to do. Meanwhile, Rich is a Midwestern guy who thinks he may have some credits to finish up at San Diego City College and agrees his childhood ambition was to be on the radio. Now they're John Jay and Rich. The show described as a nonstop blend of pop culture, music news and events, and relationship advice, featuring appearances by a wide range of musical artists, newsmakers, and celebs. The show's a special brand of reality radio, with listeners engaged and interacting with the crew from morning to night via every form of social media, be it Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, email, text, you name it. And they also shoot video of their first break every day for JJR TV. They've even got the retail space covered. They've got their own line of merch based on their Love Up social media campaign with proceeds benefiting their John Jay and Rich Cares for Kids campaign. So far, they've raised over 80 grand in just a few months to help foster children across the country. Very cool and a definite example of brand width in action. Thanks for joining us, guys. First of all, how did you first team up? When did you know that the team concept was going to work for you? Well, let's see. I was in Houston doing a radio show, and my wife and I were at that point where we were trying to start a family. And I would get to work, I would get to the studio at 3 a.m., and I'd be there till 6, 7 p.m. And I had this incredible talent coach named Tommy Kramer, and Tommy was like, you know, you might want to bring somebody else in. I started, like, kind of interviewing and put the word out that I was looking for somebody, and I went to boot camp in New Orleans and uh, met Rich there. I think, I, I think so boot camp is like in August, right? So August of 2000, I think it was, when I met Rich. Um, 
and we communicated for a while. He was living in Dallas, and then we agreed to a partnership, I think, in December or January or something like that. And then we started on the air at KRQ in Tucson in April of 2001. There was a moment that I think that I knew it was going to work when we were sitting around at boot camp, and it was like, I don't know, like 2 in the morning. And uh, John Jay and I were just sitting around a couch talking. And we noticed that other jocks were like standing around just listening to us talk. Nobody was jumping in. They're listening to us talk. I'm like, hey, wait, other morning shows are listening to to us kind of just kind of hang out. This could be a little something. So I stayed on John Jay like a yippie dog. Be like, let's do a show. Let's do a show. Let's do a show. Because I think we were both at that that point where we had had some success, but neither one of us really realized like a, a partnership that could turn into something, you know. And I, I think that we're both, uh, you know. Bob Dylan's great, but we both really like the band U2. And we kind of thought that was kind of the way we wanted to kind of build the thing. Boy, it sure sounds like you're doing that. For those not familiar with the show, who does what in? Tell us about Kyle. Well, Kyle, first of all, is literally our secret weapon. She's obscenely talented. She's funny. She's smart. She's a young mom, newlywed. She knows gossip, entertainment news better than anybody. And on a side note, she's stunning. So she's literally a secret weapon. Um, when Rich and I partnered up, he wanted to run the board. I don't run the board. I've never run a board. And I, I was, you know, anchored the brakes. I opened the brakes and drive the show. He drives the show off the air. I drive the show on the air. And it just kind of worked out. There's never been a time where we sat back and we said, you do this, you do that. I think we just sort of found the stuff that uh, we were passionate about running that much more where it's almost like I would pitch John Jay bits and then he would put together a show sheet. He'd be like, you know, I feel like this would go here. This would go there. Just the stuff that we're persnickety about ourselves ended up working out pretty well for us. Uh, like uh, things like uh, logos and um, uh, how things are, how things look on websites. I could care less about, but John Jay will obsess about that forever. And I, I kind of obsess over the way things sound, the way things come, come, come through the speakers is, is my passion where Sanjay wants to get the bit done, you know, so we we, we sort of uh, complete each other's visions that way. Guys, what's been the biggest surprise since the national rollout of your show? You know, one of the things that I think helped us really early on was our just being naive to the fact that it's not always going to work. We just sort of assumed that it was going to work. We kind of looked at it like, oh, great. If more people are out there, more people can call in a show. We could do more stuff. More, We have more material to throw out to more people. And we did not really take into consideration how when you go from a mom and pop to a, a national chain, what you necessarily have to change. And, and kind of being uh, young and dumb and just sort of thinking – all right, well, it's got to work. It ended up working out for us pretty well. Um, it wasn't until, you know, the, there, there was, uh, you know, more and more affiliates that we realized that, oh, I guess that does make sense to change. We, we jumped in without much of a plan, and that ends up working out for us more often than it doesn't. And we still don't really know how other people do their shows. You know, we do our show our way, and that's a big credit to our producer, Bill Ryan. You know, as you pick up new markets and you have a new program director, you know, every program, you're their, you're their morning show. So their program director, every program director wants you to do something a certain way. What we decided to do is, you know how they say you can't please everybody? We try to please everybody. We cut custom liners for every single market. We, we sit there, we cut stuff in the morning, we cut stuff during the show, we cut stuff after the show. We try to just, whatever every program director needs, we stay after and we try to make sure they get what they want. So for people who might want to follow in your footsteps, but they're not quite ready yet, what would you say is the biggest surprise going from local to national? 
one of the things that we kind of enjoy is the workload doesn't just double; it actually quadruples, <laughs> and you gotta you gotta scrap for it. There's there's nobody just giving somebody affiliates as much as you might stand on the outside, like you know maybe John Jay and I did too. We're like, well, you know what? They're just giving them markets. Nobody's given markets. You got to work for them all, um, and it's it's a joy to do so. Um, it it really. It, it keeps the passion alive for the show, winning over new audiences. But, you know, one of the biggest surprises that you have to sort of take into account is you're you're, you're always trying to drive Hume. So you're doing a new show for a brand new audience who has no idea who you are every break, not just every show, but every break. Guys, the John Jay and Rich brand has a great online presence, solid merch, and other resources that a local show might not have. How involved are you personally in those aspects of the show, and what pointers would you offer for a local show who may not have the same support? Well, I mean, we we, we are very involved in everything, especially when it comes to marketing and social media. I mean, in fact, I don't think anything's changed. We started... We used to, when Rich and I started, we everything we did, it was it was our own dollars, our own everything. We pushed it in. We looked at it as investing in the show. We do that to this day. We're investing in our own social media marketing campaign in many different markets that we're in. We're involved. We just did a photo shoot. I mean, we we pay for our own photo shoots. We we I mean, we're always evolving and always trying to be on top of any kind of social media that there is. And we're there's not anything out there that we don't approve. For a new show starting, you just gotta you gotta hustle. You know, I mean, we we were. <laughs> You try to get as much free publicity as you possibly can. I mean, you know what, what's funny is what's old is new again. You know, we should, we saved the dog. I remember like 15 years ago, 16 years ago, there were two dogs running in the parking lot at the radio station. And we ran out and caught these dogs. We're like, oh, my God, we found these dogs. Whose dogs are these? And before you know it, we sent out a press release. The news station covers it. You never know when it's a slow news day. Next thing you know, we're on the lead story in a couple of TV stations. Could we save two dogs in the parking lot? It's small time, but it actually got us a little bit of press. So now here we are 16 years later. Guess what? We caught two dogs last week, put out a press release, and we're all over the news again. You just got to hustle. You can't let people – you can't sit there and go, oh, our marketing team's not doing this for us. The station's not doing this for us. You got to get out there and do it. That's the advice that I have or we have is you got to get out there and do it. Those guys are incredible. Thank you, John Jay and Rich. And coming up, the guys stick around to explore what you know now that you wish you'd known then. And of course, your comments and questions are always welcome. Email show at brandwithondemand.com or you can call us 802-489-7739 or 802-489-SPEW because we all have those days. Coming up. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brandwith On Demand, supported by TrafficCast, broadcast media, social media, and advanced traffic data for commuters. The Traffic Karma mobile app is launching soon. Market-exclusive broadcast partnerships available. For details, please email info at trafficcast.com. That's info at trafficcast.com. We follow all of this stuff so you don't have to. Brandwith On Demand. John Jay and Rich, what's one thing you know now that you wish you had known then? Rich, let's start with you. Uh, for me, I would say it is the power of the endorsement with with um, with clients, um, the connection that you have with your audience to get behind a uh, a product, you know, whether it be you know a car or a, a, something that you carry with you. That matters to an audience. That's how you build trust. And, you know, I mean, when you've got endorsements and companies rallying behind your radio show, 
that makes you also very powerful in your community because let's say, uh, for example, you don't end up resigning with said station. Well, you, you take those relationships with you. John Jay, what about you? For me, one thing I wish I knew then that I know now, it has to do with talent agents. I think there's a lot of smarmy people out there. That's the one thing I regret more than anything. When Rich and I teamed up, he did have one rule. He wanted to use his agent, which I can't stand, and that agent screwed us over big time. I would, I would never, ever do that again, ever. I had a sports agent. He was great. He was doing awesome things for me. And then these agents, you know, they're just, most of them are little dirtbags. you got to find find a good, honest agent. And there's a couple out there. The guy we have now is great, a guy named Paul Anderson. He's a solid guy. But those agents, let me tell you, they come, they, I sometimes sometimes I'm alone and I'm chilling out somewhere. I'm doing yoga or I'm exercising. And I flash back in my head. Uh, this agent would come up and talk to us at boot camp even. He would, I'd be sitting there in a chair and he'd walk over to me and talk to me and sit down next to me in the chair and talk to me as if we had a scheduled meeting. Like I was on his mind. Like all of a sudden he has all these things he's dropping on me. I'm like, wait a minute. You just saw me in the lobby. Like this wasn't a, a planned meeting. Like how do you have all this information? So it's like you, you get caught up in that game that, oh, I have an agent. But man, I'd be very careful before I sign with an agent. Question for somebody who may not have an agent yet. What's the one negotiating thing you've learned that uh, anybody can use? I would get the rights to all of your um, merchandise and then have the right to promote it on the radio station's website. And I'm not saying to line your pockets. I'm saying as you become charitable, what a great thing to give back to the community. Um, being able to sell, you know, T-shirts and bugs and all that stuff with your with your your brand getting put out there, but it goes to help a cause that you care about, that you are passionate about. You know, with John Jay and I, it is uh, it is both kids, foster kids, and and animals, dogs. So having that available to you and having the station get behind it and promote it, well, that's a good thing that, to stick in there. That's a really good thing for a lifetime to have. Yeah, a, a, a thing that's a good negotiating tool is that you're dialed into the community as much as you can with charity work and foundations. But also, I think you let management know, look, we are very sales friendly. We are very client friendly. I mean, many times where we've been told, hey, we're going to put you on in this city. And we'd be like, well, how, why don't you put us on this station? That's That morning show's not doing well. Yeah, but they've, they're bringing in a lot of dollars with their endorsements. So it's like a lot of times you, you can create a place for yourself just because you're making all the money you can in the world. I mean, there's a guy here that does a, a morning show down the hall from us he's making so much money on endorsements but he's out i mean he's doing spots every day he's out at client meetings every day we do that a couple times a week you know because we can't we, we have so many affiliates now that we're trying to customize everything for them but we try to go out, meet out as many clients as we can and i think that when you're negotiating if management says wow this this morning this guy here oh he's gonna go meet with our clients Let, let's talk to this guy it's all about show biz equal parts show and business and folks that understand the business is important to drive the show usually do better so that's a great point yeah and you know john jay and i still network with about 200 different morning shows around the country every single day uh where we're trading bits and trading ideas uh it's it's kind of a cool community. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess we still feel like we're underdogs, like we're still trying to prove to people that we can do a good show. You guys are hungry. That's important. And from my vantage thank point, you. you're proving it every day. So congrats. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a part of this today. It was great talking to you guys. That's a wrap. Here's something to keep in mind. The best way to pull away from the pack is to differentiate your show or your radio station. Create contrast. It's not about getting better. It's about getting different. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand lift be wide.
any reuse or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover Brandwith On Demand. Not your average quarter hour.